Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Elite Exchange, a podcast that aims to answer your questions about first robotics and everyday life. My name is Anushka. And my name is Aryan, and we're the co-hosts for the show. Today, we've got our own team, so I asked Elite 10419 with us to talk about their experiences from the Ultimate Goal season. to the head builder, and I'm a sophomore. Hello, I'm Christian. I am head builder. I'm also a sophomore. And uh, Bella's not as good as he says. He's not as good as he says either. Took you a while to figure out right. how to Okay, well, how well did your team do this season? Um, we actually did pretty well. So this is our second year in FTC. And we actually qualified for what would have been Worlds, but unfortunately got canceled because of Corona. But besides that, our team has done, like I guess, a lot, not just in the FTC competition, but we've also accomplished a lot as a team in general, you know, unifying us and stuff like that. All right, so you, I'm guessing you guys, I am part of the team, so I do know this stuff. <laughs> uh, you guys had your regionals competition recently. How did you guys do there? Like, what, what words did you guys get? I right, okay. Uh, we got we were the winner of promote uh, winner of motivate. We got third place think, and we also got third place inspire. And also, our coach Mr. Che got the comfort award. All right, that's great to hear. Well, how did your team handle the obstacles that are presented this year due to COVID nineteen? So it was actually pretty rough. I think in the beginning, our team was very disconnected, but we were actually able to pull it off pretty well. And I think Bella would be able to, you know, detail that the best. She is actually a new member this year, and uh, she's completely new. So I believe, like, Bella joining her team was, like, the hardest variable that we could have overcome. <laughs> All right. That was a great introduction. Yeah, so this is my first year on the team. I think that our team relies a lot on Google Meet and other forms of communication to keep in touch between virtual students and people who are in person. Um, we have a lot of people who take very well notes that very well written notes that make communication a lot more smoother as well as people in person make it easier to communicate with our coach, Mr. Che, as well as pieces we need and for the robot and or programming and or anything else. So yeah. That's really cool. I think one of the most important parts of being a team is being able to communicate with one another and that's it's amazing to hear that you guys are also doing that. <laughs> right. um, what's something that you each are proud of? What were you proudest of? Tell you first. I need to think about this one. Um, I'm proudest of our Autism Acceptance Month outreach that we did, where we made an educational video as well as put posters around our school to bring awareness to our school about this. Um, our team worked very hard putting together the video within literally two days and getting it submitted to the right people and shared around. So I'm very proud that we were able to do that in such a limited time constraint and get it done well. I think what I'm most proud of on our team is definitely our team's ability to bridge the gap between what we think we can do and what we can actually do. Like this year as a whole, we every single member on our team has showed like 
up beyond any type of like commitment possible. Staying in the school till almost seven o'clock every day, working you know late nights up until two a.m. and stuff like that. And it's not just on robotics. Like every single place. I mean, with our project Rad, you know, which was our outreach to donate face shields all around the world and stuff like that. Each team member was just so dedicated. I think that's really what has me proud, seeing that dedication from everybody and that actual love for robotics, you know? Yeah. Um, Bella, you were talking about this autism awareness video. How did you share it with the community? So we reached out to several people who run the, um, the mental health section of our school. And from there, they suggest they got us in contact with our principal, and then from there, it was shared through via morning announcements as well as our school homepage. All right. So, what was the day that you guys had the most fun this year with your team? Um, if you want to, Christian, you can go first because Bella did go first last. Time. Basically, anytime Bella wasn't there. Kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bella. Um, okay. I think the most fun I've had. There's actually two moments. One was our first qualifier, which is a whole other story that we can talk about. But basically, um, summary, we were at my house with the field set up, and we were just running matches, hanging out, you know, learning how to build a robot. You know, obviously, we have no idea how to do we that. We have time. We have time. You can get into the story. All right. Okay. What happened to your first call? Basically, what happened is our amazing coach, Mr. Che, got corona. And because of that, he accidentally signed us up for the wrong qualifier. So we thought we were competing in a loop. And obviously, we procrastinate a lot. So we didn't start anything that needed to be started. So Wednesday night of the qualifier week, we found out, wait, like a coach came up and was like, you guys know you're signed up. And we all just were like, what? So that day was we marked two days until everything was due. Friday night, every single document, our engineering portfolio, our engineering notebook, our robot matches, all of it was due. So I think during that week, a majority of our members, including Anushka and uh, Anushka, our head logbooker, literally stayed up till like 4 a.m., 2 a.m. each night trying to get done. But except for Aryan, because his bedtime's 11, staying with Bella over here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we spent so much quality time together uh, during that time and, you know, seeing each other, like, in such a tired state. We were still able to laugh, you know, have fun and stuff like that. I think during that time frame, that was like one of the happiest times for me because we were just like together as a team for like the first time in a really long time. It, like this entire year, we rarely see each other in terms of in-person events and stuff like that for like a long time. So it actually felt like somewhat like a competition where the whole team was together. We were running matches. The notebookers were doing whatever they do. I'm still not sure, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, um, Bella? Uh, so I would say, in general, my favorite moments are after our team meetings, when we're all just hanging out and Khrushchev's not there because he has to go home, and we're all just talking about what we accomplished during the meeting, and it's it's a good feeling to know that after we spend so much time working towards something that we have goals completed as well as new agendas, and that's always just a positive feeling. And, but I think my most favorite moment was after Qualifier 1, and we all went to Panera to have a celebratory. We did it. Good job. And that was, that was probably the best moment for our team because it was just 
I'm def I felt it. I don't know if everyone else felt it, but you guys probably did. That we just we started like we were starting and we just accomplished something awesome and it went so well. Judging and pit, and we were just we just felt happy. Like that's how I felt. I felt happy. I felt accomplished, and I was excited to see what Qual Three was going to bring for us. Adding on to that, I think one of the reasons we've all felt so accomplished this year is as freshmen, we didn't win like a single award. We we weren't part of like any of the awards. So coming out of our first qualifier, I believe we won, what, five, five, six awards? And I think that as an entirety really, like, just lifted everybody up. It was like, wow, we actually did this. Like, this is our season. This is our year. You know, we're on a roll. We got this, you know? All right. Um, my next question is, what types of team bonding have you guys done? Because you guys do seem kind of like, Irritated. You guys are kind of roasting each other, but I'm guessing you guys are friends. I know you guys are friends, but um, so like, how do you guys like bond over time and as a team? No, Bella, Bella, you take you take this one. You take this one. <laughs> so I definitely think that we bond as a team in general, just working towards our goals because. When you're on working on a project and you need to get stuff done and you need help, that's just like that creates a bond between you and your team because you need things accomplished and everyone's just working hard and that you see like everyone else is working hard with you, that just makes you feel appreciated and them appreciated and that just strengthens your relationship with everyone. But in general, we just we we just have a lot of um like fun talks and that make us like, as well as we are focused on robotics, we are also focused on our personal lives, our school lives, and how we can help each other in those areas, give advice, as well as just talk about what's going on. Anyways. <laughs> Why, hello? All right. Why <laughs> okay, so, we already started the podcast, but as you can see, one of our team members showed up a little bit late. How about you introduce yourself on the team? Hi, my name is Hudson. Hi, What's your role in the team, Hudson? I'm the head of CAD. What's your grade, Are Hudson? What? How do we know you're head of CAD? What are your credentials? Well, I'm Krisha's boss because, you know, he can't oh, build anything okay. without a CAD. Okay, who approved the CADs before we build them? You said me, so. <laughs> what? As part of the head of CAD, he probably approves the CADs. Let's continue, guys. What are your team's strengths and weaknesses? Alright, it's hot since you can't wait. How about you, Anthony? Oh, sure. Strengths? Um, well, strengths. When we're down to the wire, we know how to cram. We'll do it, like, real fast, right at the end, because we forgot to do something, and we'll do it. Weaknesses, we forgot to do something at the beginning, so we had to cram for the end. Not helpful. That's not the, we don't have any weaknesses. Okay. Kryptonite. Murder it. <laughs> Alright, okay then. Um, how do you keep your team organized? We don't, we're shit so. Okay, someone else. <laughs> uh, no. We tried a couple apps and it didn't work. Google Classroom. How do you keep your Discord. team organized? Not how do you not keep your team organized? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we uh, 
Okay, we, we have our team organized in a way where we have two people. We tell they're really important, you know, we make them do things, but secretly everybody else just knows they're not important, right? So and so they're called captains. Captains. And then we have heads, right? And the heads manage their own department. <laughs> I'm sorry. The reason I made that joke was because G's our captain, right? Did a great no, job. All right, look, uh, side note, G is the nickname we have for Anushka. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so everything's structured. So, like, we have our captains at top, and we have heads of each department. As I said, I'm head of building, Hudson's head of cat, Arian's head of outreach, she's head of business. Yet again, a role that doesn't mean anything. Kidding. I will, oh my god. <laughs> There's so many things I want to say right now. Each head manages like their own separate like area. So like I manage all the builders. Hudson manages himself. Myself. Arian manages like arguably the big, biggest part of our team, which is our outreach. And, uh, yeah, so we make sure that... What about Bella? What is Bella man? Um, Bella manages her life, but unfortunately she's not too great at that either. She tries to. We all try. We do yeah. Our yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's, that's one thing that's great about our team in general. We're always there for each other, you know? If someone needs homework and it's, like, last minute for competition, we all... We, we just get Bella to do the homework and it's us because we're doing important things. But anyway. Called making connections, okay? Overall, how has your team improved throughout the season? We went from having not having a robot to having a decent robot, then even better. Yeah, we started off from having four really bad cats to one decent cat. So, improvement. We started off from not having Bella to having Bella. So, I'd say not much of an improvement, but something. <laughs> Don't cry. Okay. We can't put this on air if you cry. Then <laughs> I can take no, care everybody. We'll TikTok. Views. Views. <laughs> All right. The next question. Okay. Um. So, what are some things you want to change, and some things you want to continue into the next season? So, if you don't know, our season just ended, and we are going into our next season, 2021 to 2022. I think. One of the biggest things we're going to be changing is the way we do our outreaches. Currently, we do our outreaches like online because of COVID. And I think one of the biggest changes we're going to have to make is integrating that online outreach into a sustainable in-person system where we can get an equivalent amount of hours and equivalent amount of teaching for the children. I think that's going to be one of the biggest obstacles we meet in the next season. Um, Robot-wise, I think Hudson could probably answer that. Yeah, so this year we start off by breaking into four groups. Not going to do that next year because we lost like two or three months on that. So we're going to start off real uh, hard and heavy with different subsystems instead. Because when we broke up this year, we were supposed to work on subsystems, but we ended up making four different robots, which was really inefficient. So we're going to focus more on each subsystem, and each group can pitch an idea for a subsystem rather than an entire robot. From there, we'll just keep on modifying. And once we have a mostly complete robot, We'll basically just do the same thing we did this year with changing out little bits. Until Brainstem comes out with their video, you know what I'm saying? Then, uh, uh, ha, totally. robot, copy, paste, copy, yep. paste. You know what oh, yeah. yeah, but what Hudson's getting at is because of COVID this year, we've had a lot more time, obviously. And as I said earlier, we procrastinate a lot. So we did not take advantage of that time very well. So I think next year we're probably going to have to restructure the way we do that as Hudson just mentioned. 
And Bella, do you have anything to add? Maybe something you want to continue? Something you like this season that you want to see happen again next season? Yeah, so I think this year we did really good in uh, Team Spirit. We had a lot of fun this year, as well as a lot of tears working towards last-minute goals. As I said, we like to cram. Um, yeah. Tears right. of, of joy, my dad. Tears of joy. Not, not and that. pain. Yeah. Pain, too. Sometimes pain. O- only from some members. They're, they're <laughs> we drink those tears. Okay. Anyways, what were some of your outreaches? Uh, I'll answer that in turn. Um, So basically, we had an online outreach program that originally started through teaching kids, like, three-digit-aided design from a program called Tinkercad, which are two people, Hudson and Arian, you know, they're the biggest people who have been managing that and making sure it runs smoothly and stuff like that. Then out of that, um, Anushka and our other Anushka um, started something called Scratch Coding with Elite, Scratch Junior. So it's like basically block coding, but at a really simplified level, right? Then we also have Coding with Elite Scratch, which is like block coding, but not as simple as Scratch Junior. And it's all meant to, I guess, you know, get kids into STEM. And more recently, um, we did some stuff with Autism Awareness, as Bella was also mentioning. And we finally had our first in-person outreach, which was actually really nice. You know, uh, Hudson and Bella were out of that. Sure. So, uh, yeah, as Christian was talking about briefly, uh, we had our first in-person outreach, which we uh, used our previous resources to really help build that up. So, as Christian was talking about our online outreaches, we were able to reach out to the people who previously took our classes, uh, and we got them all to come down so we could play with some robots in person, which was super fun. Really fun. Yeah, I think Elite Fest was probably one of our strongest outreaches. We had several different tents with several different activities. Um, every section, every time we had more kids come, they were all involved. Everyone was working towards making sure some they were learning and make sure the parents were asking questions about FTC and robotics in middle school as well as elementary school and I know we got a lot of emails after about majority of the parents were interested in wondering more about it so it went very well. So compared to last season how have your averages changed? We went from having our coach give us outreaches to making sure our coach approves our averages and um, I think that in its entirety is biggest improvement possible. It's come to the point where our coach just like sees an idea and he's like, right, you guys got this, just go for it. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, obviously COVID kind of hit us hard, but you know, we adapted, we changed, and yeah, we, we switched from in-person to online, basically. All right. Um, so next question, how do you guys try to include people in everything you do? Uh, Hudson, how about you start? Yeah, so more recently, we uh, we haven't had too many people doing CAD because no one knows any CAD. So more recently, I've been trying to reach out to our various team members, get them to learn uh, Fusion 360. It's a fight and a struggle, but uh, hopefully eventually I'll get some more people to do CAD with me and um, we'll get more people doing stuff other than building the robot. 
yeah, Chris, you want to talk about some building? Yeah, sure. So obviously, COVID has been like a struggle with bridging the gap between our kids who are okay. Wait, first let me explain this. So our high school has uh, two different types of learning: in person and like in person every other day, and fully virtual. Uh, and so I think one of the hardest things that we've had to do this year is bridging that gap between our virtual and in-person students at meetings. Because obviously you have kids who are virtual who want to do building. But when you only have like, two months to get a robot together and not a lot of time to communicate between team members, how do you get those kids at home to do building when they can't even come to the school? So obviously on the building aspect, you know, it's mainly been like an effort from me and Bella um, and like people who might be in the school during like their freeze. Um, we try our best, but like with COVID, it is very, very hard. Um, but next year we're going to hope it's better. Uh, you know, we obviously have plans to improve it and yeah. Yeah. Um, Bella, I want to talk about our outreach activities because I think that's where we, you know, five stars. Well, also as well as just general inclusivity, because I know both you and Hudson, as well as Arian and Anushka, and everyone, when we have work, that you guys do your best to reach out to everyone and provide opportunities, whether you know in person working on robot or virtual working on the notebook and or CAD. And I know Hudson has assigned several videos, painful videos. I watched the first two hours of the first section, and those were very painful. So, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's so the first you want to build. Yeah, so, you know, everyone's sharing. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Don't worry about it, buddy. Don't worry about it. Just, just, he was coming at my building. It's okay. But as this is my first year on this team, uh, there I did not really know what I was doing at all. So everyone was very generous in providing with me labor for anything and or everything. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, okay. So, what are some innovative parts of your robot? Nothing. I think this question is going to focus more on the building part. So, yeah, Christian, you want to? All right, Hudson, do. Absolutely nothing. I hated that robot with every single nerve in my body. Um, but, anyways, we had a pretty cool shooter and intake, you know, in her ring. Run it around, shot it out. That was, that was pretty, pretty nice. The entire thing was like 3D printed, so like environmental. Go green, go green. Yes, go green. <laughs> the great part about a robot is we can just melt it down into new plastic and reuse it the next year. We don't plan to, but we could. Yeah. Um, I think this year we stayed on the safe side in terms of innovative parts, so we, we're keeping it safe. But uh, next year, next year, tune back in and we'll have some big surprises for you. Um, not only on our end, but on Hudson's end. You know, he's he's our head of CAD and he takes on very big projects in very short time frame. So, how has your engineering design process been affected by COVID nineteen? We had one people, one person designing everything, and everyone else did crap. Next question. That is not true. Hassan just in a bad mood because he sucked at golf today. Um, but anyway, golf. 
<laughs> sure, buddy. Excuse me. Anyways, so we started, as Hudson was mentioning earlier, we started off with, like, four groups. We had each member, like, work on their own idea. Then we came together, and we were like, okay, who has the more ideas? Brought them together, grouped them up, and they made robots. Um, as Hudson mentioned, unfortunately, the CADs and designs weren't up to par in order to actually build them. So fixing that took a large amount of Hudson's time, which we're all gracious for that he was able to do that. Um, but yeah, we just kept iterating through, like a for loop, you know? We were just like, okay, you know, this, this robot needs to be good, so how many iterations do we have to go through? Um, alright, so, how does your team hydrate? I'll take this question. So we've uh, moved mostly to dihydrogen monoxide for the majority of hydration. And COVID-19 has posed a serious issue when it comes to hydrating. Because anytime a person tries to hydrate during a team meeting in person, they get tackled by Christian. Because naughty, 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 naughty. We also don't have free access to dihydrogen monoxide in school someone plays little red cups over the spout, which is very unfortunate. As we hinted to earlier, we do drink our team members' tears, only the sad ones, because those are the scrumptious ones. You know what I'm talking about? And, <laughs> oh, he's kidding, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. We're going to give him some quad hydrogen monoxide, because we don't need him around. So, uh, yeah, that's how we hydrate. <laughs> Okay. What is your team's favorite cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch, no questions asked. Well, yeah, yeah. I agree. No, I agree. No, no, Cocoa Puffs for the win. No. No. No, no, no. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Life is pretty good. Let's take, let's take a look at last year, okay? What do we eat all the time? Cinnamon Toast Crunch besides pizza. We were held hostage. Yeah, hindsight 2020, it was a really bad idea to eat cereal out of a bag that we all shared. <laughs> oh, it's spreaders in the house. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the correct answer. Yeah. No, you were wrong. You're wrong. No. You're wrong. Get out. What's he doing? No, you are absolutely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Next question. He broke out. Hey. He broke out. Gee, give us the question because Aryan talks too much. Anyway. Yeah, question. Okay. Go. What role, what role does your coach play on the team? If we ever have an idea, he's the first person to shut it down and then be like, wait a minute, this is a great idea. I'm kidding. Mr. Che is actually like... <laughs> anyway, uh, Mr. Che is definitely like oh, our coach's name is Mr. Che. By the way, um, he's an inspiration. This this man's had COVID for two and a half weeks, and he the only reason he came back to school, like when he could have taken another five or six days off to just rest, was because of our team, not because of any of his classes that he had to teach, not because he had like an obligation to be there and he was making money to be there, but for our team. Um. We also use him for money a lot. That, that's true. We do do that. <laughs> but anyways, gold digger team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Okay. <laughs> Number 18. Who would you say has the best hair on the team? Chris G. Let's start with Bella. Let's, let's go G. one by one. Bella. G. G. Okay, never mind. All right, Christian. Myself, because I'm always superior to everyone. Oh, God, not him. And we gave him power to be head builder. Are you guys crazy? Bella, literally stop. I, right, not including you yourself. You can build in CAD. Christian, not including yourself. Who do you think has the best hair on the team? Def definitely G. Thanks. Okay. Is this where this question is supposed to be going? Arian, he has nice hair. Hudson, the point is to not boost Arian's ego because there's a clear reason he asked it. In my opinion, Hudson does have the best hair on the team. Yeah, it does require a lot of gel, but Arian, it's still Arian literally a week ago was like, I have such nice hair. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> you came on with your haircut, but we all made fun yeah. of It did not look like a haircut. It looked like someone just messed up with a razor. It was not good, man. Alright, we're almost done here. We have one last question. Yeah, so overall, after you know this season, do you guys have any pieces of advice for other teams or anything that you want to share? Stop trying, you won't beat us. For Anyone sure. other than Christian have anything helpful to input into this podcast? Don't copy us, because you'll fail. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, well, genuine Bella, our last quote. I have even nice to say. Yeah. Just appreciate your team members because, you know, you may think that they are useless and even though you just... I'm the kicker. The important people were talking, shut up for a second. Anyways. I appreciate your um, teammates. They do provide a lot and they make your lives easier. That's why you... You only team. make my life more difficult. Teaching you to build was literally the worst point of this year. But anyways, um... As I said earlier, <laughs> bridging that gap between what your team feels they can do and what they can actually do will bring you places. Like, taking away that mentality that you're only limited to, like, this first tech challenge world is a lot of the team's problems at the current moment. Because it's all for the notebook. That's, that's what teams say. Do it for the notebook. Do it for the notebook. But if you actually take away the notebook and think, how can I give back to my community? How can I... Make it so that I take myself to the next level, my team to the next level. That is when you will truly succeed. Because you know you're doing the right thing in the end. You're not just doing it for an award or something like that. It should come from your heart, not not for, you know, your notebook. Yeah. Anyways, notebookers are useless, so just get rid of those guys, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that wraps up our first episode of... The Elite Exchange. The Elite Exchange. Thank you guys all for coming in, watching our show, and we hope you had a great time. I did it. Great. Christian did it. I did. We hope you did. Thank you guys for coming, and we'll see you next week.